Well, glory to God, this message is for the girls, the ladies who are filled with a desire to live their best life in Christ, a life of purpose and power and peace and joy and fun and freedom. If you are one of those women, this is a message for you. And this has been stirred up in me by an interaction I had just this morning, a message conversation like many, most of you, I'm sure you've got certain friends that you have group text message conversations with encouraging each other or just sharing the highs and lows and challenges of life. And it was one of those conversations to dear, dear Christian friends of mine, beautiful Catholic women who are devoted to Christ and devoted to his will and fulfilling his will in their lives. And I spoke to one of them, I messaged one of them, or both of them, responding to one of them who was really seeking God's will in a particular area and really stepping out in a brave, bold way. And I was reminded as I was encouraging her to go for it, girlfriend, of how important it is to be surrounded by water-walking women. I love that phrase, water walkers. We as followers of Christ are called to be water walkers, like Peter, who stepped out of the boat when Jesus called him. He stepped out of the boat and at the invitation of Jesus, walked on water. Like when we stop and think about that and really meditate and reflect on that as an actual event that happened. This is not just a nice metaphorical story of ye old Bible times that we read in Sunday school or children's liturgy. This is an historical event. A man walked on water. When we think about that, it's amazing. And we are called to do similar things in our lives, things that are literally impossible in the natural. That is what God is calling us to do. It says in scripture that we are called to walk by faith and not by sight. That means walking by what we know to be true according to the promises of God, of what has been revealed through Holy Scripture, what has been revealed through the traditions of the church, the traditions of Christian teaching. If God says it, we can do it. If God says we can have it, we can have it and possess it. It says in Hebrews, I love this scripture. I love the book of Hebrews talking about faith. And it says, faith, this is Hebrews 11, 1. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. Another translation is, faith is the title deed you know, the title deed of a house, it is the title deed of things not yet seen. And in order to possess the things that we are praying for and believing for, we need faith to take hold of them. Faith to believe as an already happened actuality that we already have that thing that we're praying and believing for. And we need to be completely detached from what we're seeing in the natural, from what we are seeing by sight. If we are to walk by faith, we cannot walk by sight because so often in our Christian walk, and I have preached this message many times, 
what we're seeing in the natural is opposite what the promise of God is, is the opposite of what we're believing for. And we need to be able to ignore the natural and go, you know what? I don't care what it looks like in the natural. I know what God said and I'm pressing into that. I have faith for what God says I can have. So that water walking scenario, Jesus said, come out and walk with me. Come out of the boat, Peter, and walk on water. What guts and courage that took. And if we are going to live in victory in our Christian life, if we are going to live as water-walking women of God, we need to be surrounded by other water-walkers. We cannot do this journey alone. We are not called to do this journey alone. That is why God, Jesus, established a local church to build up each other and encourage one another and support one another and call each other on and cheer each other on as we step out of the boat boldly and bravely. And I'm going to tell you that if you want to live as a victorious Christian woman, you need to be surrounded by other women who are willing and eager to and are embracing that water-walking faith who are listening diligently to the voice of God, seeking Him for their life, and their life will look very different to yours. Their call, everyone's call is so unique, which is what I love. And I love that my close Christian friends have such drastically different calls on their life to me. It's great because it's exciting to see how God is moving in such different ways. And also, when you're external to a situation, it is easier. We have the ability and it's a grace, God-given ability to see their situation so objectively and to speak truth into it. And we need people to speak truth into our lives to encourage us. But we need to be surrounded by those women who are seeking God diligently. And then when they hear His voice, and it is possible to hear the voice of God, the Holy Spirit, when we believe in Jesus Christ, is residing on the inside of us. When we're baptized in the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit speaks to us and guides us, tells us what God is saying and calling us to do. And it comes alive and it brings alive the Holy Scriptures that we read. Listening to and obeying that voice and then stepping out of the boat and doing brave and scary things, things that are quote unquote impossible in the natural. And in fact, I said to a friend just recently, I said, if we are not pursuing a purpose and doing things that are, quote unquote, impossible in the natural, we are falling short of God's greatest purpose for us. Because Jesus said himself, with man, this is impossible. This task that I'm asking you to do and calling you to do is impossible. Jesus said that. But with God, he said, all things are possible. And girls, I can tell you in my own life, especially in the last five years, as I've really pressed in more diligently and more bravely and more courageously into all that God is calling me to do. I'm telling you that when you step out and you close your eyes, really close your eyes and turn your back on what you're seeing in the natural and press in to what you are seeing in the supernatural, which is the promises of God. And I've got my Bible here. That's what I'm tapping. Press into what the promises of God say you can have and what he's put in your heart, that dream that he's put in your heart. When you press into that and step out and do something really brave, that 
does not make sense in the natural that perhaps no one has ever done in your family line or in your friendship circle or in life in general. No one has ever done this thing that you're pressing into. When you do that, God will come through, girlfriend, and do something so miraculous and amazing that it will leave you and everyone else around you with your mouths hanging open in awe, saying, that is God. (laughs) And I have seen this in my own life. I have seen this God opening divine doors of opportunity in career, in my workplace, in career advancement that in the natural was quote unquote impossible. Career advancement that I had never seen anyone do before. Favor that was undeserved. Favor and unusual opportunity that I hadn't seen anyone else get. I love the, one of the definitions of blessing because there's so many words about the blessing of the righteous in scripture. And one of the definitions of blessing is, is favour and the favour of Almighty God coming down on you, giving things that you didn't deserve, that you weren't qualified for, but somehow someone just wanted to promote you or give you an opportunity that you actually didn't have the skills or the experience to deserve in the natural, but that is what God does. And again, this is the challenge thrown to us as believers to accept this ridiculous promise that God wants to do impossible things for us. One great preacher that I know, she says this all the time, impossible is where God starts. Miracles are what God does. And don't we all want to see miracles in our life? I know I do. I've got my hand raised as I'm saying this. I want to see miracles in my life. In fact, I want to and expect to see miracles in my life every day. And I don't just mean miracles like seeing the sunrise. Of course, that's a miracle and it's beautiful to see the beautiful workings of creation. But I mean literal tangible miracles that you can testify to, to people and say, uh, look at this, suddenly X amount of money just showed up in my bank account. Or <laughs> I'd been praying that God would give me this specific sign to confirm this specific call that I felt on my heart. And you get that very tangible sign. So we want to see miracles and we want God to show out in our lives that way. But the very ingredients for a miracle, the very foundation, the circumstances for a miracle is an impossible situation. And yet so many of us, and I I get it, I understand, we don't want to be in impossible situations because impossible is scary and daunting and really uncomfortable. We want to see miracles, but we don't want (laughs) the situation that we need to be in that requires a miracle. And so my encouragement to you today, girls, would be, and I'm preaching to myself, like every time I preach a message, I'm preaching to myself because I've either been through it, what I'm preaching, or I'm going through it. And oftentimes it's both. I've been through it and I'm going through something 
that I need encouragement on myself. My encouragement to all of us today would be to A, seek God for the more for our life. I'm looking at a message, a, a, a poster actually on my prayer wall, and it says, there is more. There is more, girls. There is more for all of us. Seek God for the more. Get into his word. Get before him in your prayer closet, in the front of the Blessed Sacrament, wherever you do your prayer time, wherever you connect with God, out in a park, by the river, wherever you go. Get with him and seek him and say, God, I want to hear from you and I want the more that you promise to give to your daughters. Seek him. He will speak to you. It says in James 1, I just messaged a friend this just an hour ago. James 1 verse 5, if anyone lacks wisdom, that means knowledge, understanding, God's will, ask of him who gives generously without finding fault and it will be given to you. And I actually prayed that in my prayer time yesterday. I really needed wisdom and guidance on a particular situation. And I was sitting in a park, one of Brisbane's most beautiful parks with beautiful flowers around me, and I really needed wisdom. And I said to God, God, it says in James 1 that you give wisdom generously to anyone who asks for it, who is lacking it. You promise to give it to them. I said, I am not leaving this park until you give me wisdom and revelation about what I need to do in this situation. When I am walking back to my car, I expect to have revelation and illumination about this situation. (laughs) I sat there for an hour and a half. I was prepared to sit there for as long as it took. And within an hour and a half, praise Jesus, I I had revelation about what I needed to do. It was a change of mindset. Anyway, (laughs) I do get sidetracked. Let me get back to it. We need to seek God. When he speaks, receive it joyfully and gratefully and then decide you are going to step out and pursue that thing. And I am going to tell you, it will be something that seems impossible in the natural. But that's what we want. If it was possible in the natural, we would not need God. We need our God to do impossible things so that miracles can happen and we can experience the fullness of Christ's life on earth, the fullness of joy and peace and power and freedom and fulfillment. Like we want to do business in a way that is bigger and better and not seen before on planet earth. Like we are called to break barriers And I don't even mean things that the world would see and acknowledge as success. That's included in it. But I mean even things like you being the mother to those three children, the mother that perhaps you didn't have, the mother that perhaps could not give what you needed when you were growing up, but you decide, right, that is stopping with that generation, God. I am going to be a mother who loves these children and teaches these children and cares for them in a way that you say (laughs) is right in a way that you say I can do. And even though I didn't get mothered this way, or even if I didn't get fathered this way, or if I didn't get taught this way, I am going to do this by your power. I'm going to parent these children in the best way that I can. And in the natural, it's impossible. But I'm talking about that sort of stuff, girls. The flashy, flashy stuff that the world sees, yes, maybe. But then 
the glorious stuff that no one else is seeing that's really an inner work that in the natural is impossible without the miraculous power of God. And I actually really sense that that particular situation that I've just said about the parenting, the motherhood, that is for several women. And when I said that, as soon as I said that, something stirred in your spirit and you're like, whoa, that is for me. (laughs) Well, receive it, girlfriend. That is for you. And God wants you to know that his power, not your power, don't rely on your natural. His power will give you the ability to do it. And then the take-home message, which is what all this is about, is surround yourself with other water-walking women, other women who are doing the impossible in their life. Yes, they're scared. Yes, it takes courage and bravery and we need encouragement to cheer each other on. But you need those other women so that you can see and be encouraged by them stepping out boldly, that you can encourage them, that you can be a helper to them, and that they can be a helper to you. You know the word sister? Sister we think of as the the biological relationship between two women who are born of the same parents, and that's true. But sistering means in the building sense two beams supporting one another. When you've got two sistering beams, they support each other and help keep each other strong. And I just think that's such a beautiful definition. And I'm part of a beautiful, beautiful women's group. We meet together every Sunday night. We have done for 12 years, 12 years, every Sunday night gathering together. And we talk and share life, the ups and the downs. And it's crucial to share the ups and the downs because we all have them. Every week, every day usually. (laughs) And we need other women that we can share vulnerably with and go, you know what? I was just throwing spaghetti at the wall this week, just trying to make something stick (laughs) in terms of, you know, seeking God and doing his will. And you need other people around you to go, you know what? I've been there. This is what helped with me. This is what didn't help give you some advice or encouragement or not even just listen and go, I hear you. I had the same sort of week. And then we pray together and we seek God for the power and the grace to do what he's called us to do. And I'm also part of a biological sisterhood, which is beautifully encouraging as well. So get around water walking women. Let's be a generation that seeks God like generations past. We are not the first. We have, we have centuries of amazing Christian women and men, but I'm particularly talking about the women here, who have sought God, like amazing nuns who were martyrs, Joan of Arc, so many, so many amazing nuns, doctors of the church. You know, we've got a modern day saint, Saint Mother Teresa of Calcutta. We've got Mary MacKillop, our Aussie saint, Saint Teresa of Lisieux. Oh, this is just a long list, girls, but women who have just chased God and done amazing, miraculous things, not in their own might, not in the natural, through the supernatural power of the Most High God. May this be a blessing to you today. I love you. I'm standing with you. We are fighting this good fight of faith together. Be blessed.